and welcome to the Lost World Minute, the Minute by Minute podcast, reviewing the 1997 sequels Jurassic Park, one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And this week we're discussing Minute 8 of the Lost World. How are you going, Dave? I'm doing great. I, uh, I mentioned that I also ordered the, the Lost World storybook. I've never actually heard of it, and I've never actually read it. I've read the junior novelization, but I've never heard of or read the storybook, so I figured it was only like... It was only like uh, 25 cents on Amazon. So I figured, hey, even if, even if it turns out to be a bust, it's not like I wasted a bunch of money. Is that a like a real square, a large square book? Um, I think with Sarah. Has it got Sarah Harding on the front taking a photo? Yes, of it? it does. Yep. yep. You got it? I do have it somewhere. Um, oh. From original. <laughs> Um, a lot of a lot of sort of Lost World uh, books that and the new, uh, junior novelization I did get back in '97 when the film I'm pretty sure it was all released before the film came out and I uh, I was eating up everything Lost World back then um, even the crazy uh, folders and clipboards and stationery <laughs> with the weird psychedelic colours they used yeah it was a crazy time man <laughs> crazy time the 90s yeah i'm surprised i'm surprised we didn't get a lot of that in the toy line as well like it sort of went into chaos effect we got it but um so i seem to think there was a second trailer trailer or mobile command playset released and it was black and um teal and purple or something (laughs) pimp my rv yeah Jurassic Park edition. And the worst, the worst thing is like being a later line like that, and not the actual movie tie-in. Um, it'd be good. You'd think it'd be a good cheap, cheap way to buy buy something like the RVs and customize it yourself, or do something like that. But that mm-hmm. damn Chaos Edition line's costing more than Lost World and Jurassic Park combined. Like, there's a lot of figures in there that are expensive, stupid prices. Mm-hmm. Well, another thing about the chaos effect is it was actually the first time a Jurassic Park license was killed off due to a hybrids line. Uh, the second, of course, after Hasbro lost the license to Mattel recently mm, last year. Yeah, I still don't know what I think about or how I feel about that. Um, I'm hopeful. I mean, they actually have to try really, really hard to be worse than Hasbro was. That's, that's my view of it, is that it's that they'd have to purposely be trying to suck. Yeah, I've uh, I know friends that have had the whole Matty Collector line and that sort of stuff before for uh, Turtles and Ghostbusters and stuff like oh for Ghostbusters and uh, they haven't been the best with it. I'm just I see it more as everyone's seen how much of a success Jurassic World was, um, mm-hmm. and the effort would be put in to a future toy line to tie in with the film. Um, not more more so not who uh, who owns the license, but just we've got the license. It was this big. Um, Hasbro didn't take full advantage of that, and it's nothing on Hasbro because Lego a lot a lot of stuff didn't go full full uh, full steam ahead with the uh, Jurassic World because at the time no one thought it was going to be as big as what it was. So and that that sort of Hasbro got caught on the back foot and tried to get some stuff out later on, but. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the best figure wise. Um, uh, but at least uh, at least word on the street is we're going to be getting a Jurassic Park 25th anniversary collection line. At least maybe not collection line, but I do know that we're getting 
Jurassic Park 25th anniversary stuff. I know there's a calendar that appeared on Amazon and possibly a toy line by Mattel. Something was leaked. A lot of people calling it fake. I don't. It was leaked on 4chan, so mm-hmm. I think it's highly fake as well. Chance of being fake as well, but who knows? Mm-hmm. We might get something that the fans will love. And I think that's one thing that uh, that Mattel does really well is re-releasing old lines. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the state of the Kenner molds for a lot of the uh, Jurassic Park. And let's face it, even some of the Lost World figures, um, what well, the mold's like. Uh, yeah. I did see on Rebel Scum that the old Jurassic, or Star Wars Kenner molds, the production molds from China, were smelted down and turned into like ship anchors and all the kind of metal oh. menage. <laughs> so. It's like a thousand voices suddenly became silent. I'm kind of worried about the Jurassic Park uh, molds now, too, because. What if, what if the same thing happened to him? Does Hasbro still, Hasbro still have the Master Molds? Would Mattel buy those off of Hasbro to get a collector's line? Because we know that the at least the bold T-Rex mold, which was something originally crafted for the first Jurassic Park movie with the Gulper T-Rex, but never released, was and they still had the, so they still had the bold T-Rex line all the way till 2009 when they released that retooled toy version of it in the Jurassic Park Dinosaurs line, but we don't know whatever happened to it after that. Do they still have it? Do, mm. Did they actually print something, or could they actually print something from it? Or is, or is it just too destroyed by now? Mm. And these are 20, 25-year-old 20, molds. You know? Yeah. It, um, and that's that's the thing. And even plastic quality. Like, I, I got the reissue of the uh, Ninja Turtle Turtle Van. And it's, mm-hmm. it's it's not the same, and it's not going to be the mm-hmm. same. Plastic plastics changed. Um, yeah, it has, unfortunately. It, yeah, yeah. Um, if they if they started if the molds existed and they started remaking the Devil Tracker and the Explorer and um, even the Mobile Command Center, it it just mm-hmm. wouldn't it wouldn't have the same feel. Yeah, no. it yeah. Have the same weight to it. And it Indeed. probably wouldn't be the same durability either. No. And it's it's sad like that, like the motorcycle that come with Owen for Jurassic World. You sort of look at that and compare that back to the uh, the motorcycle that come with um, Michael's Dieter Stark for the Lost World. I never had that vehicle, so I couldn't compare. But I do admit, I think the motorcycle for not the Owen figure was so so in quality, but the motorcycle was not half bad. I don't think. Mm. But like I said, I never had the the Lost World one to compare. Yeah, it's. I haven't got it in hand at the moment, but I'm pretty sure it's got, like, mud detail painted on it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. and it's just little things like that that uh, really set the figure it, off. Yeah, it really brings it to life. Um, but I would I would love I would love to see a vintage line released. I've, I don't... It wouldn't bring down the prices of uh, what's already out there for the original stuff, but for those just coming into it, that either didn't have the toys when they were young or may have had one or two. Uh, to have mm-hmm. a vintage line like that, you can go out and collect it all, have it all on your display. Yes, it's not going to feel the same, but it's going to look exactly the same. It's going to have the Jurassic Park stickers on it. I don't know how the uh, the junior T-Rex or the bull T-Rex would go with the skin and some of the other 
herbivores as well, the Triceratops and that. Um, I don't know if that'd be skinned or if that'd be hard plastic like the uh, Jurassic World T-Rex was. Um, I don't know, the Jurassic World Stop and Strike T-Rex had the most awful latex quality skin. It had latex skin on the neck. Yep. And I swear, within two weeks of buying it, it started ripping. It was just... Oh, wow. And now I'm noticing it on my Jurassic World uh, Indominus Rex... uh, the big, the big bad uh, Indominus Rex toy. The skin's starting to rip there too. It's just, I mean, I mean, they need to get quality latex toys out there again mm. with quality skins and qual. And they just need quality again. I mean, what happened to a quality toy? It's just, is it not profitable anymore? Well, that's and and can live up to kids playing bashing around. Like I've still got my original juvenile T Rex, the dog ate a foot off and it's got its hands missing and <laughs> stuff like that but um that that latex rubber is still held up oh yeah um, very much so um it's I been have an original red rex yeah from the first kenner line yeah it's as tough today as it was in 1993 mm. and the amount of times you find these figures or toys at uh garage sales or two dollar shops or whatever like that where they've been played they've been stressed mm-hmm. they've, they've they've been through the ringer and they're still mm-hmm. intact i've never seen even ebay searches and that for the toys i've never seen torn or broken latex that juvenile rex it wasn't really on the box but you could push the top at the back of the neck and make its head open and close or mouth open and close mm-hmm. and i used to do that daily to talk through it <laughs> doing the old roaring and that through it and uh-huh. um and the neck, the neck never, like never creased, never tore, never like it, you start wearing the paint detail off it, but yeah, um, the latex held up. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, again, I've got the, I've got that, um, that big Irex, and I don't. It's not the best. I do like the latex sort of feels okay around the neck, but if, as you said, if it's starting to tear already, well, it's not the best. And I've sort of, I, I collect Transformers as well, and some of that stuff coming off the shelves at the moment just. My, I've got a um, seven-year-old son. He plays with it for a week, and then stuff can't stand up anymore. Ball joints are loose. Um, things are just a floppy mess, and it's just really sad to see where the figures are coming out at retail, coming off the shelf, and there's issues, QC issues, right there before you even get it home and op- open them. Mm-hmm. So. I remember seeing uh, the smaller T-Rex figure, the solid plastic one. Yep. Uh, for Jurassic World. People were finding it, and they're finding it with arms popping right off. It was still in the box. Oh well, it's not the best. No. All right. Well, now we've ended on that downer. You want to get into minute eight? Oh <laughs> uh, sure. All right, let's do it. As the seventh minute of the Lost World ended, Peter Ludlow asked Malcolm if he was here to share some campfire stories with his uncle, and began signing paperwork. As the 8th minute of The Lost World starts, Ludlow asks Malcolm if everyone that chose to sign non-disclosure agreements done it nefariously. At 7 minutes and 7 seconds, Ludlow mentions Lex and Tim, and Malcolm tells him to lead them out of it, and then it's not a game. At 7 minutes and 11 seconds, Ludlow tells Malcolm that before he went to the island he signed a non-disclosure agreement, which expressly forbid him from saying anything that he's seen or heard while on the island. At 7 minutes and 20 seconds, Malcolm comes back at Ludlow 
with the engine lied and twisted the facts about the deaths of free people and putting misinformation out to the public, which discredited Malcolm and hasn't been the best for his career. At 7 minutes and 38 seconds, Ludlow recalls that Malcolm's university revoked his tenure for selling wild stories to the press. Malcolm counters with they never took a cent and he told the truth. At 7 minutes and 45 seconds, Ludlow answers Malcolm's version of the truth. Malcolm replies with there aren't any versions of the truth and that the ninja can't keep on spewing out misinformation. At 7 minutes and 50 seconds, Ludlow responds with InGen is his responsibility now. Doctor and he will jealously defend its interests. At 7 minutes and 56 seconds, Malcolm replies, Your responsibility? What about Mr. Hammond? Ludlow replies, It's the board of directors that he must look to and not his uncle. And this ends minute 8 of The Lost World. Alright, so this is a minute 8. There's a pretty dialogue heavy. We've got Malcolm going back and forth about... Uh, about what happened post Jurassic Park, Malcolm telling the uh, Washington Post and the Skeptical Inquirer about the uh, island of dinosaurs, and uh, InGen apparently masking or hiding the uh, hiding the deaths or the reason why three people died on the island. Before we go into what what's being said back and forth, it's interesting. Uh, there was more than three people that died in the Jurassic Park incident, so. Yeah, but there's only three people that InGen knew about it, so they, were, they only actually they never knew nobody actually knew what happened to Nedry. You gotta and, you, you gotta think the jeep was found later on. You got to, but I mean, mm. obviously not. I, I mean, I guess it wasn't. Well, it depends too. If they found the jeep and the door open, he was never seen of again, unless unless a body mm. was found, and then yes, he could have been just, like for a better word, missing in action. Um, True, and a lot of predators do just drag their prey off to uh, a hidden spot just to feed on it uh, later. Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, it's possible that... Uh, mm, but, uh, it was never found. They would have they would have seen the uh, missing embryos, you'd imagine, so they'd think he's got the embryos okay. and left. That was covered in mud, up in mud, in about a foot of mud, remember? Mm. It, was the, it fell and then the mud started covering it up? Yeah. Yeah, that was Nedry, and the, I think the gatekeeper too, well, that wasn't part of that incident, that was before and was already being investigated. Yeah. Um, which is why that the gatekeeper wasn't included in the uh, in the lawsuits for that boardroom mm-hmm. scene. Uh, they all signed non-disclosure agreements, which should make sense. I'm pretty sure in the novel that's stated pretty heavily as well. Um, mm-hmm. That they weren't allowed to uh, discuss anything they saw while on the island. Malcolm sort of was angry because InGen twisted the facts surrounding the deaths of the free people, um, stuffed misinformation down the people's throat, and uh, made pretty much made him and oh, made Malcolm look like a nutter. Um, mm-hmm. dis- disproved his stories and uh, yeah, I don't know. I suppose in the uh, court of popular opinion, he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't be getting too many jobs if. He was going around telling people that dinosaurs are on the island and engines full of crap. Well, frankly, uh, when you think about it, Malcolm was actually pretty... Their engine was pretty easy on Malcolm because a lot of times, if you break a non-disclosure agreement, you can be sued up to the wazoo. Mm. So, uh, the fact that they only destroyed his livelihood and didn't take everything from him... Well, I mean, guess it could be argued that they did take a lot from him, but not everything is... I mean... 
looking from Ludlow's point of view. Ludlow's still a jerk and all that, but you know. Yeah, like Ludlow's very, um, very corporate here. Like mm-hmm. even some of his dialogue. Um, uh, went to the island. You explicitly forbade you from discussing anything you saw instead of forbid, or anything like that. Um, made a generous compensatory offer for you, and he's like, "We, he, like that's pretty much uh, from the business book." But the, uh, he got a payoff, payoff for his injuries, and Malcolm didn't really like that. We learned that uh, Malcolm lost his university tenure or got revoked mm-hmm. because. Um, they thought he was selling his wild stories, and um, he's, Malcolm claims he didn't take a cent. Didn't take. Uh, he claims he didn't take a cent. He told uh, he never took a cent. He didn't sell anything, and he told the truth. Which again, it'd be interesting to see that uh, that piece of writing from Malcolm of uh, what really happened, considering he spent most of the time in a uh, emergency bunker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, of course, he also wrote that book, which. Um... I think Eric mentions it in Jurassic Park 3, and then you see Zara reading it in Jurassic World, and it's also on Lowry's desk in Jurassic World. Mm. Yeah, and we get um, in Jurassic Park 3, also Grant wrote a book post-Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. Um, now, of course, he uh, will, by, by the time Jurassic Park 3 come around, he, uh, in Gen... To, as much as we know isn't around and maybe the NDA didn't hold up as much but I don't see him going and saying too much about the island and what happened there um, he in fact he seemed very disinterested in discussing it yeah yeah. and Eric says to him you, you like dinosaurs a lot more before in the first book than he did in the second one so well that's because they hadn't tried to eat him yet <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, we sort of get towards the end of the minute while they're talking back and forth. Um, Ludlow, Ludlow says that uh, Malcolm told his version of the story when uh, mm-hmm. InGen, he, he, or he calls InGen out on uh, that there aren't different versions of the truth because um, Malcolm was there and seen it happen. And um, we get uh, Ludlow sort of, his ears on the back of his neck stand up and he, uh, InGen's my responsibility now, Doctor, and I'll jealously defend its interests um, again which would tie in perfectly after the boardroom scene um, and we get a line here uh, it is our board of directors I must look up to and not my uncle I only just discovered what that actually was a couple of days ago when we were talking back and forth about the, trying to get the script um, mm-hmm. because it's it's really hard to understand in the movie. Yeah, he just his lines there. Yeah, and there's one other, I can't think of it right now, there's one other occasion later on the film too, he does it. It's interesting, it's, yeah, it's good once you finally know what someone's saying, you can it, you can hear it a bit more. And um, But um, Ludlow's in charge, Hammond's gone, and he's up to no good. Mm-hmm. And I, I love too, the whole time he's signing the documents while talking, I can't, I can't write and talk at the same time because you end up writing what you're saying or, or <laughs> something like that. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a bit more dialogue between the two. Ludlow's in charge, but that's about it. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here? No, that's it. That's it. All right. We'll get everyone. We'll be back next week with minutes nine. Mm-hmm.
All right, guys. Let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com. Email feedback to thelostworldminute at gmail.com. Facebook, The Lost World Minute. Twitter, at The Lost World Minute. And Instagram, The Lost World Minute. Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, very easy to remember. Right. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. You're welcome. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life will find a way.